We bike. Oh my gosh. I don't know. What did oh I gosh. What happened? What did high school? So um so there will be two segments of the intersection because technical Ooh. difficulties or whatever, because people are just whatever. disrespectful and playing on the phone. So if you got booty, go back and thank you. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's why you gotta have a producer. So the baby's name is Alexis Olympia. Ohanian Jr. She's actually named after her dad. She's officially a junior. So congrats to Serena. Um, if you're back in with us, go tell some other people who were on with us before that we're back up and rolling and come and join us on this new intersection. Rashad, the new new man. Oh, see, there you go. So um, let's see. What else did we miss? Oh my gosh, super huge moment at the Emmys, right? No, wasn't it the Emmys a couple of Sundays ago when Issa Rae was like, they asked her who she was rooting for and she said everyone black? Oh, it yes. Was the Emmys. I it was the Emmys. And I was here lived. for it. I was like, come on, Miss Issa. That is the meme heard around oh, the, the world. world. Like, that's You heard about um, the shot heard around the world? Yes, wow. that was great, and my dogs are rooting in the background because I won't let them in because they're rude if they're in the office. So no, <laughs> they can stay out there. But um, so yes, Issa said she was rooting for everybody black, and that was the best thing ever. Um, I want that on t-shirts and cups and bumper stickers. I I'm want a for journal, like, and let that be known. That is the truth. Like, so speaking of rooting for everybody black. So folks have been trying to come for Cardi um, because of anti-black and homophobic comments that she made that she's long since apologized and long since deleted. And um, yep, we have two now. Double the pleasure, double the fun. I don't know. Um, so yes, they were trying to come for Cardi and, and like try to say that she's not black and you know she's had all these things to say about black girls she has definitely said some things that were incendiary she had definitely said some things that were super immature and she said that um one of the things that she said in a recent interview was that she's so grateful for the people who have stuck by her to see her progress from a roach to a butterfly now i'm pretty sure roaches don't turn into butterflies I mean, i'm pretty sure it's a caterpillar but, but hey i get you, it listen, i get the analogy that's extra glow fluctuation because that's extra glow fluctuation for sure because if you go from a roach to a butterfly you done did some Look, super duper metamorphosis so listen out here in all the streets so um so yeah we'll be going back and forth to cardi because so much great stuff about cardi the other super huge thing that happened on sunday past two sundays ago because i'm actually late is that Lena Waithe was the first black woman to win an Emmy for writing on a comedy series. I've told y'all before, like, go watch Master of None. Um, and she wrote the Thanksgiving episode, which is her coming out to her family. And it was wonderful and beautiful. And it was like happy tears and oh my God. And it's finally happened. And so, and, and she got the girl in the end. And the girl in the end was fine. I'm gonna just say that. Um, cause I ain't finna mess up my home life <laughs> over here acting thirsty on the internet. Acting thirsty. <laughs> but I'm just gonna say. <sighs> Might as well drink the whole cup of pins. Really? You just gonna drink the whole cup of pins? Okay, so what else is tea? 
Um, so we're getting caught up on power. I told y'all I never watch anything oh. when it's like first new, first hot. So I know it's in the fourth season and lots of stuff is going Star. on. Stars. Um, okay, one thing at a time. Lots of stuff is going on in the fourth season. We're not there yet. We're in the third season. And I love trying to guess what's going to happen next in shows and who did what. Which ring, baby? Tell me which one it is and I'll send it to you. You got it. Not about that. Um, So, anyway, Sam in the back being shady, babe. She said, if it's one of the ones she gave me, you can't have it. Who is it? Don't worry, though. I got you. It's Tia. Oh, yeah. Who else would I say? She can have it. She can have it. Man, I tell you, we're trying to do a whole show, and then you got people in the background who's supposed to be producing. Oh, the green one. Of course the green one. you had that ring for ages, Of course the green one. Just like you gave me the green dress. You got it, babe. I love you. So... We're catching up on power. We're only in the third season. We're trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm usually really good about guessing stuff that happens in shows and guessing the whodunits. I, power um, is unpredictable. It is. And I'm at a lot. I just be like. Speaking of unpredictable, let's go back for a minute. Because there's one T that we talked about previously that we really didn't get into. Insecurity. So we talked about the finale last time. And since that finale with the shocking ender, honey, um, darling. So, so Issa Rae met with our first lady. I don't know who is forty five. I she ain't my first lady. Um, I mean, our first lady is none other than Michelle Obama. That's and my so, first lady. <laughs> Who's your president? Huh, Barack Obama. Right. My president's so, black and my, and my Lambo is still blue. blue. And there it is. So. Michelle Obama and Issa Rae were at an event together and they actually had a chance to talk and Michelle Obama told Issa that she felt emotionally attacked by the Insecure finale. I just needed to say that and put that out there so y'all know it wasn't just you, it wasn't just us, we weren't alone in feeling like Because we were all just like, what the entire hell? Like that switch up was so unpredictable. That pause right there like... Once again, usually I'm good at guessing these things. I was totally at a loss on that one. So what did Eddie Murphy say when he saw his friend cousin at his parents? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was gonna die. Um, so let's see, that's all of the tea. Do you have any tea? Tea, tea, tea. Empire, but y'all don't want to hear that. And Sam said something about Empire coming back out tonight, but I don't watch Empire. I, mean, I think it's that's cute or whatever. <laughs> we don't watch it too. I don't know why she acts like she don't watch it. Used to. Yeah. Empire. Just... I watched like one season, and I almost want to watch it just because Felicia Rashad is on there. And I think that that's what they did. Like, they did it on purpose. They're like, we're going to put Felicia Rashad out here because we know that black folks, especially black women, can't resist Felicia Rashad. But I just don't know that I can deal it's, with all the Lions drama. Not even for I like. I used to watch Taraji Empire religiously. Like I, I love, love Taraji. I don't necessarily love Cookie. Really? I, I like Cookie it. is like the stereotypical black woman. Right, true. Not even stereotypical black woman, like because we're not a monolith. There's so many different variations of us. You are right. But it is you very right. much like they took all the stereotypes. I'm like all the stereotypes yeah, of like yeah. new money coming from the hood. Yeah. Like they put all the stereotypes. Man, Ryan, we were mad at him too. They put all the stereotypes in Cookie. Um, 
I do not like Terrence Howard. I feel about he's Terrence a, Howard. I feel like he played Lucius in real life. Like how he's not playing. He's not that's playing. Him. I think that's who he is. I feel like how Fifty Cent is playing Kanan. I feel like that's how both of them are in real. Life. Yeah, I think Fifty Cent definitely is that dude. Like I don't trust him. I think he would drop a baby out of a window, shoot his own son. Probably. Like I don't. I just feel like that's who Fifty Cent Kill is. Kill an old woman. Right. I just. I'm like, yeah, that's who he is. So, yeah, I don't like Terrence Howard. I feel about Terrence Howard like I feel about um, Chicken. Yes. Hey, Hillary. He's hey, super creepy. And I yes. feel about him like I feel about Chicken. I feel about him uh, like Pop felt about Biggie and Bad Boy. Fuck and Terrence Howard. Excel. Right. Fuck Terrence Howard as a staff, a record label, and as a motherfucking crew. Like, I Amen. do not. And if you want to be down with Terrence Howard, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, we do not. He, oh my gosh, he is he is so wochi. Like I don't. She said I'm light skin. You show up to a party, then you leave. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Everybody's just like, um, I'm gonna give me a to go. I'm gonna go. I had um something. I forget. Right. Work. I left my stove on. Yeah. I left hey. my. Oh hey, I see you invited, Terrence. Yeah, I'm just gonna run out and get some ice. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll be back. Um, I'll be back. Um. Okay. I'll be back by the time the party is over. Right. <laughs> Just, hey, somebody call me and text me with Terrence Lee because that's when I can come back. I, I come back. You know how cool like. All right. Okay, so enough of Terrence Howard. That's all the tea. Um, so what else do we have? We have things coming up. So it is almost officially October. Oh, my gosh. Where has the time gone? It's officially autumn. Uh, this week is super duper busy. All of a sudden, like, I don't know where it got busy. So, Tampa Bay MegaCon is this weekend. And I'm gonna go fuck it up. I was just trying For to figure out time? exactly how black I wanted to cosplay. Um, I want to, like, be blackity black. Like, I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. Like, and I'm blackity before, black. And I'm, and I'm black, y'all. Black, and I'm just black, y'all. And I'm black, and I'm black, 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 and black, and black, and black. Right. Yo, I feel like I want to, like... I'm black. <laughs> I feel like I want to, like, Black Panther, yeah, like, I just, I, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to cosplay, whatever it is, it's going to be peak blackness, that's all I know, like, and so, of course, I will be there, I will be covering Megacon, uh, Tampa Bay Megacon, and I will be highlighting, um, cosplayers of colors shout out to my folks over at brothers comics because they're actually the ones who put me on asking if i wanted this opportunity to go cover um for them so i'll be taking pictures i'll be tagging them on instagram on twitter um i'm gonna try to drop through some panels and rec shop and ask questions about being black and being queer and why so many of us are not featured and represented throughout comics. Um, even though I know the answers, we've covered this. Remember back when I was doing that other podcast and then I did a whole five minute ignite about the presence of black nerds um, and black geeks. And, and folks, listen, we've been around. This is not new. I know that it's very trendy and it's very popular, but it's very much like being able to come out. When you've been teased, when you've been ridiculed, when you, and listen, I'm talking about the real ones. I'm talking about the ones that were disappointed that they made a gym movie because it was completely, it was a complete departure from the actual gym cartoon. Um, and not even like a good departure or upgrade. I'm talking about the ones who watched the original Voltron. I know y'all know about Transformers, but I'm not talking about new Shia LaBeouf Transformers. I'm talking about the original Transformers. And 
if you real G about it, let's talk about GoBots. Like if you go back to GoBots, if you go back to Thundercats, if you go back to He-Man and She-Ra, see, that's what I'm talking about. And if you're into anime, if you're into anime, if you're into manga, like don't say anything about like, oh yeah, I watch Bleach. Like you gotta go back further than that. Like you gotta you go back to watch old Dragon Ball. One of Bleach. Come on. Now. I'm just saying there's there is there is some rules to this. Like you can't just throw on a pair of nerd glasses and some chucks and a graphic tee and, and some a Levi's and say hey, and say I'm, I'm a nerd. nerd. That's yeah, not how that works. works. So, um, I'm excited to be there. William, William Shatner is going to be there. Um, William Shatner will be there. Um, so I'm going to try to be all inappropriate and be all up in his face and asking him all the black questions. Um, especially because... William Shatner? Yes. Especially because Nichelle Nichols will not be there. And that's who I would really want to talk to at one of these events. Um, William Shatner, Star Trek. Lieutenant Oh! Uhura. I'm gonna say Uhura. Hey. Uhura. Hey. Uhura. Okay. So um definitely gonna do that. And Jay and Silent Bob are gonna be there. I'm pretty excited about that because I watched the entire film series of everything that Jay and Silent Bob ever did. My favorite movie of theirs still is Dogma. Um I loved Chris Rock as Rufus the Black. Are you looking at my shirt? Yeah, I was trying to see how that worked. I don't know. It's some type of crisscross, but um, they have now. all these clearance sales in Florida. <laughs> like when things go out of season, even though there's really only one season in Florida. And so I got this gen uh, clearance for 70 cents at Marshall. 70 cents? 70 cents. Come through, Marshall. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, shop off season, y'all. Get I the good deals. Oh, right, and I can wear this all year, so, because it's Florida. So, I'm in there. Um, so let's see. Megacon is this weekend. I've got friends coming in town this weekend because, uh, my friend Markeisha, a.k.a. Woodstar, a.k.a. Woodstar, is coming to beautiful Tampa Bay to celebrate her birthday. So we're going to be out here in the streets. Let's see. What else is going on? Um, I don't know. What's the homecoming? Well, that's a couple weekends away so this weekend super busy um sam just reminded me although she didn't have to remind me and although i don't have to remind you because you guys have seen the five million posts that i have made about afropunk fest i'm super excited the first year that i did the fan court for afropunk i earned my ticket i had it it was ready to go and the event got rained out and at that time they didn't have a contingency plan so it just went away didn't get a ticket, didn't get to see it, didn't get a ticket for the next year um, when they decided to bring it back through the Carnival of Consciousness. So, hey, Michelle. So, Hello. I um, am super excited to be able to go this year. I'm even more excited because I've been tracking Solange's concerts to see when and where I could see her, Enjoy. like when I would have time, when I would have money, and bless sweet little baby Jesus, Honey in the Rock. She is going to be the headliner on Sunday for Afropunk <gasps> Atlanta Carnival of Consciousness. So I am super over the moon amped. 
um, that I get to see her. But there's so many other great people who are also performing. Princess Nokia is going to be there. Mickey Blanco is going to be there. Hey, um, oh my gosh, there's like such a laundry list of people. Um, Oshun is going to be there. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. And then today they announced that Miguel is going to be the headliner for Saturday. Oh, Willow Smith is going to be there. Stop. So, Miguel is the headliner for Saturday. I'm super excited. Cannot wait to go and act a whole entire pool. Like, I'm already working on putting my fabulous, fabulous looks together. And so I can just be out there doing the most. Because I just feel like Fab that what? is what Afropunk is about. Fab now, man, also, like, nationally, of course... Here we go. This man couldn't wait to get on. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. you can't even be jealous because you're going on a whole cruise. Hey. Now, I say that because I've not been on a cruise, but I've not been on a cruise because I'm afraid that I'm going to get sick on a cruise. So I'm working on doing a cruise at some point. I'm going to stop being a punk and uh, take all the Dramamine and bracelets and little things behind your ear and shots and whatever Don't you want to take fight so that I can go and be about that cruise life. Um, but this year, I'm going to be about that Afropunk Fest life. Um, so we'll be in Atlanta in about, in, in a little under three weeks for Afropunk Fest. And then, uh, October, remember, is also National Coming Out Week. Um, specifically October 11th. Is it October 11th? Let me make sure, let me make sure, let me make sure. The 14th is the March, but I think... The day is actually the 11th. I think the day is actually the 11th. Anyway, the week of October 7th through through 15th is come out week. So, um, if you haven't come out, if you got a friend who Ain't needs some encouragement out. to come out, um, come out. Come here's come a good out, opportunity come out, come out, come out. for you to find some support. There are come out events nationally you can literally just type in comeout.org and find one in your city um i'm super excited because i ain't gonna come out this year so i have come out wow. to like everybody um and my, my mama and my mama and my daddy um who i recently told like i just told my dad december of last year and that's saying a lot because I've been in some type of relationship with a woman since I was 16. So, um, it took, yep, had my first girlfriend at 16. So, it took a lot for me to finally be able to fully embrace all of the parts of myself, uh, of myself and have that conversation. Which brings us to self-care. So, um... The title of this episode is Reality Check because this week we definitely had to do some work around self-care and not just the importance of self-care, but what self-care is really, um, not the maintenance aspect of it. So there are a lot of things that are maintenance, uh, showering. You may take the most long, luxurious showers ever, and that may not be your self-care. That may really just be maintenance. And it's important to know the difference because there are certain things that you need to do to just maintain 
your health physically mm -hmm. mentally spiritually self-care is really taking it a step further that's like when you get in there with the exfoliator Man, I was just with the brown that. sugar body the scrub when you pull out the mask honey. listen you, hold up you have to do all the prepping before the mask then you do the um the cleansing mask then you do the exfoliating mask and it just Right, that's when you go in the bathroom with so all weird. of your products and a vat of coconut oil or shea butter. Shea, shea, I mean, shea butter, you're not a YouTuber. Or shea butter. Get it right or don't try to get it at all. <laughs> so, that's when you gather up all your supplies and the incense and the cup of tea. And the Erica Badu. Right, and you take some time for yourself. And, it and is, your bath bombs. And it is super duper important that we are taking the time to care for ourselves. Um, the other part of this reality check is that we're not, I am not entitled to dictate what self-care looks like for somebody else and how they conduct it. Case in point, I had a moment of sadness um, on last week when I looked on Instagram and I saw a picture of Ashley Nell Tipton. Now, for those of you guys who do not know who Ashley Nell Tipton is, um, Ryan, you were the one who actually turned me on to Ashley Nell Tipton because she won that competition thing. You know, I don't watch it, so I really had no project runway? project runway she was the project runway yes, season 14 runway. winner and um for some she, reason that's cable for me and so her her big thing is that she's um plus size and she decided to go against the whole plus size industry grain by doing all of these very colorful designs and that's what won it for her um, she sports this really bright like lavender hair so of course y'all know I was sold she's Latina like all of the elements were there so she's fat she's femme um and that's not to say i know what her sexuality is i'm just saying she's feminine and she's you know got bright purple hair so i'm there for the whole thing well i look on instagram and i noticed that ashley has dropped a significant amount of weight and that is not a problem in and of itself um because if that is what makes her happy in her skin that is the important thing if she did it for aesthetics if she did it for health that is all her decision to make and i should have nothing to say about it but i was so very sad because one of the things that really really made me look up to her was that she's a fat girl no not plus size no not thick she's a fat girl and there are so few fat women of color in so many of the industries that target women that that set the standard for beauty for women that I'm always looking to you know find somebody that I recognize somebody that I resonate with um so I was like ready to have a whole breakdown about that and then I realized that that might be her self-care that might be how she takes care of herself and part of my self-care is to recognize that that's my shit that has nothing to do with her that's my work to do and the work that i do 
um, the work that I call women's work is being a burlesque dancer. And all of that came from me really working on getting more comfortable in my skin. So when I say that self-care is an imperative, I'm talking about on all the levels. Um, so Amina, you have been having a very interesting first year of high school. Yes, very interesting. So do you want to talk about it? Yes. So one of the things, um, you are in a very intensive program. Very intensive program. It's like, almost like being in college, but in high school. It's very, weekly requirements by this time. It is. Plus all the work, plus the activities outside of school, plus any activities I want to do other than the program. It's very hard. And plus, there aren't very many people, not just, um, black people, African-American people, if we want to be a PC, but like people of color in the program. So it's how they um, segregate the school. So that has been causing some anxiety for you. Very much. That has been um, definitely, I've had some days, like I told you, where I was concerned, where I was just like, I just wanted to pull you out of school and be like, fuck it, we're homeschool. <laughs> we know enough dancers and musicians right. and actors and like you can get all the tutoring you need. We can send you to all the camps. Um, but you chose to stay. Yeah. You chose to stick it out. And I judge that you are using your tools of self-care mm -hmm. To find some balance and to be able to navigate this because it's not oh it's, it's it's hard but i mean like you've always told me if you want something you'll work for it and you'll make it happen and like i worked really hard to get in that program like i really wanted to be in that program so i said look every second i'm in class i mean i might get distracted sometimes because i kind of have a little attention span but i really Oh, you I can really see that because it's right there in the camera. <laughs> I bad. take it serious. Like I worked hard to get in here, and I'm gonna maintain that by doing my work and paying attention. And little bitch, you can't fuck with me if you wanted to. Okay, these are expensive. These are red bottoms. These are bloody shoes. Anyways, but yeah. So and then I just add that with my personality in there, and it's just like it's working for me, and I just. It's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. Cause it's not all bad. Like my best friend is in the same program as me. So it's great. It's so um physically, what are some of the ways that you are practicing self-care that are helping you to find balance? Physically. Okay. Well, one, I'm starting to exercise again because like for me, I mean for the longest time for me it's been appearance. And my mother is a great like when I tell you she has built me up so much as far as being body positive like i've done so many things that i never thought i would do because i'm so i'm getting so comfortable <laughs> hey Gio, you but know you your child that. you know your child <laughs> but that's what makes me like so i, I wouldn't have thought i was gonna do most of that if it hadn't been for her modeling that for me and she has an amazing body by the way but um so i exercise because i want to like be the best me that i can be so let me say this hey bella i see you i know you're probably at work sneaking i love it i love the fact that you um continue to support us, us. um 
So, second thing that was very triggering and very hard for me, and I had to um, have a hard, hard conversation with you about that, was we were talking about body image and um, Mina was having one of those really tough days that you just have sometimes. Um, as a woman over 40, as a 30-something, 20-something teenager, like I can go back and remember having those days and um, they're few and far between now, but they still happen. And I was just, she was just having one of those days where she was like, you know, what do I need to do? What can I do? And I'm looking at this person sitting across from me who, yes, in my completely biased opinion is perfect. And I'm saying, oh my gosh, like you don't even understand how great it is for you right now. Like if you just do what you need to do to maintain where you are, like you eat healthy foods, you have good food choices at home, you've been taught how to make good food choices for yourself, um, you know you know, when to treat yourself to something, like we're not restrictive. I'm definitely like, you know, eat, eat good things sometimes. Like don't, I don't, I'm not the parent who's gonna say, oh, it's an hour before dinner, don't snack. Like if your body is telling you to get a snack, get a snack. Um, I mean, why get one when I'm already here? Girl, sit down. <laughs> So I say all of that to say it was very hard for me um, to have that conversation because I just felt like, oh my God, what are you tripping about? And that's my shit. What is so, you illing for? So full disclosure, I had an eating order for an, an eating disorder for a number of years. And excuse me, while I have mostly been able to heal from that, and to be able to do a lot, a lot of work around it. And again, this is where burlesque comes in with me being comfortable in my skin, with me understanding that my 40 plus body is not gonna be my 20 plus body, that my body after giving birth to children, having PCOS, that it's just not the same body. It doesn't, it, it didn't bounce back. I didn't have the snapback like other people. And so, Girl, don't encourage her with this as a snack. Um, so I say all of that to say that I'm doing all of this body positivity work, all of this um, encouragement of my child to be okay with who she is. And yet in that moment, I found myself projecting what I think is perfection because I think that she's perfect and this is not what I look like anymore. And so I'm like, what are you tripping about? But she's entitled to feel the way that she feels. And she's entitled to want what's best for her and what's best for her has nothing to do with what I think is best for her. And so I was very sad in that moment because I'm just like, oh, I'm doing all this body positivity work. Why isn't my child just this this beaming light of body positivity? Why isn't she just accepting her body and being happy who she is and how she is and where she is? And I had to step back and realize that that had nothing to do with me and that she's entitled to go through her own process and figure it out. So um, we're so we're both exercising and we're mm -hmm. in the gym. I definitely find that um, exercising mm -hmm. is a wonderful way for me to unwind. Let out me. bunch of Man, Let listen. Some days, like, are you ever in the gym and you just have one of those? That's you know what my go-to song every single time. David Banner, bitch ass nigga. Like when I'm having one of those days where I really need to work some energy out, that's my go-to song. Um, Sometimes you just gotta. <laughs> right. Like, so we're doing strength training. We're on the weights. Um, we're working it out. See those guns, bitch? Right. You don't get those. You're not ready. 
You're not ready. Hold up. <laughs> Be strong. <laughs> so, um, okay, so physically you're working out. And that's on top of a very intensive program because you're in the performing, you're in the musical theater program. Yeah, and they the already. Performing arts center. So I have two dance classes. I have one. Actually, I had that class tomorrow. But like last week I had all dance classes. Like all week I had dance class. So they give us this one class with the one teacher, the real fit lady, Miss McNally. She's really sweet. Um, so I have that in my acting class like once a week. Every Thursday we go to her class. And then I have like one class that's just all dance. And it's called, um, it's just dance. Uh, one. So yeah, and it's for it to be dance one, it is intensive as hell. So I'm always sore. But I just want to keep going because I want to be the best me that I can be. Awesome. I don't want to be prepared for it. Also, I learned how to do my makeup. Girl, we're going to get some makeup and stuff in. <laughs> what am I doing to take care of my... I'm okay, like, physically. So that is physically. So yeah. That's physically. You learned how to do makeup. I'm proud. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It was she nothing. She was up in the morning. We hours. Teaching me and look like... I had to show y'all the beat was severe today. So, um, <laughs> one of the things that you asked for was, could I help you kind of get a schedule together? Because, you know, I plan and I have my planner and I love planning. And it's not that I love planning. Hey, Lexi! It's Lexi the Great! <laughs> so, um, one of the things that I do is planning. And, um, I don't, I don't do planning because I like to plan because I'm like left brain analytical person. I do planning so that I know exactly how many time, how much time that I have to mess around. It's like, oh, okay. So eight hours of the day, I got to be a productive, upstanding citizen and adult. Um, and the other 16 hours, I can fuck about however I want to. <laughs> so that's why I plan. That's the truth. Um, but it works for me. So I have, you know, my, my writing hours planned. I have my work hours planned. I have my gym hours planned, reading, da, 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 all of my, you know, self-enhancement. And then I have, then I know, you know, what free time I have and then I can kind of do whatever I want with that time. So we talked about, you know, what it looked like. Cause you would be really tired coming home. Super like, super far. Like when oh I gosh. came home. I get into how tired I was. How? It's not going to be super long. It's going to be like 15 seconds. Oh, no. I thought you... I was like, how deep are you finna go? 15 seconds. So, yeah. Like, when I come home, all I want to do is urinate and go to sleep. Forget the homework. Forget everything else. Urinate and go to sleep. I have to keep going. Keep going. So, she would be super tired and would come home and nap. And then would wake up in the middle of the night and have to do homework and was like not getting enough sleep. Like she was going back to sleep at like four and then having to be up at like five thirty, six o'clock to get out of here yeah. on time. Um, now, let me say this. My style of parenting is not for everybody. So I'm not going to say like this is the right thing or my way is the right way to do it. What I have found with all of my children is that I have to give them to see all in the family. Now you want to watch all my children. Girl <laughs> <laughs> This 
This is why she's this way. Because I've just allowed them the freedom to figure out who they are. It's not my job to make them. Like, I did the making part. I did the making and the creating and the gestating and the pushing them out. And then they got here. But they came here with their own personalities and kind of knew who they were. And so I just kind of observed to see who they were, which direction they wanted to go. And I've done what I can to give them the resources and to support them in that. But I let them make their own decisions. I don't, When was the last time you had a bedtime? Nineteen. See, first of all, she was born in 2003. Why are we even, yeah. why are we even doing this? So I, I can't remember. I can't remember the last time you had a bedtime. And I stopped um, making them have bedtimes because I felt like it was an important function of them becoming uh, functional, capable human I beings. Of them. I hate that word. <laughs> mature. I hate the word mature. I think people overuse it. But mature. <laughs> but I felt like in order for them to learn, like they're little people. Children are little people. They're little humans and they have to learn how to function. And if you're constantly doing everything for them and making all the decisions for them, how do they actually learn to make decisions? And then we throw them out into the world as adults and we're like, well, why don't they know how to do this? Or why can't they do that? But we've never allowed them to think critically because we were making all the decisions for them. So I let them make a lot of decisions for themselves. So I'm like, oh, okay, you don't want to go to sleep until four o'clock in the morning? Bet, if that works for you. When it stopped working for her though, that's when she came to me and then we laid it out. And I gave her some tools that she could use. And again, I didn't enforce it. I wasn't like, okay, well, now you need to go to bed at 1030 so that you can be up at 530. I was like, listen, when you come home, the best thing to do is not. Listen, Lexi, you just said a word right there. They come here whole. They come here whole. And we have to remember not to take that from them. That, listen, somebody passed the collection plate. Um, that is, that is so real. I'm glad this might not sound like it, but another form of self-care for me is taking my hands off of certain situations and making their boundaries wide and realizing I don't really control them. I can give them guidance and I can give them the tools, but I don't have any control over them. They're their own people. And the best thing that I can do is allow them to be their own people and flourish in that and grow in that and be strong in that so that they don't get out here in the world and other people can tell them whatever and turn their head any which way because they think that somebody else always has the answer. So that's enough of that speech. She asked me for some tools. I gave her some tools. How are those tools working out for you? They're working well. Last night... Cause I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I've been I've been getting to bed so far um, at a reasonable time, but last night I did the ambient sound mm-hmm. and it like just relaxed me and I just went to sleep. Like everything that was on my mind, cause I think a lot when I go to sleep. Like that's really the most like when I think the most. So when I lay down, I just need something that'll just kind of calm my mind down, and that helped. A lot, and I got up this morning. I just had energy. I actually had energy this morning to like, and make my water for school, and you know, just put extra time into what I do in the morning. Okay, so physically, you're drinking water, 
you're getting exercise, you're getting enough rest, and you're getting proper nutrition. So listen, guys, all of those are forms of maintenance. If you want them to be forms of self-care, just put a little bit of extra time into it. Set a little time aside. Set a little time aside so you can take that luxurious shower or that luxurious bath. Make sure that you are getting adequate sleep. Put on some ambient sounds so that you can get calm and get... Man, listen, ambient music is the way, is the way. Smooth jazz, yes, but since I usually use jazz to write, my brain is programmed right. to activate right. <laughs> the writing and not necessarily want to calm down and go to sleep. So um, definitely ambient music. And YouTube has a bunch of wonderful channels. Actually, on my YouTube, Purple Hair and Converse, you can find a mix that I have that is um, different, different ambient music for different things. So you find different music that is at uh, different frequencies and that will clear negative thoughts that will do whole body healing when I was having a problem with globus sensation and I didn't know what it was and I felt like I had this so globus wow. sensation is when you feel like you have that lump in your throat and it doesn't matter how much you swallow it just won't go down and it causes the problem with eating and it causes the problem with you having reflux because you're not reflux because you're not getting the food down properly um, look up Globus Sensation. It's a thing. There's really nothing you can do about it but stretches and make being mindful to keep that part of your the, your neck open, like your posture and all of that. But the thing that I thought was going on was from a spiritual aspect. So I was mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, my throat chakra is closed. <laughs> what do I uh, need to do? Huh. So I started listening to throat chakra meditations, which really did help. It helped me to rest. It helped me to calm down, which actually helped to relax that muscle and along with the exercises. And some things that we say today actually come in the form of spirituality. Like, I mean, come some things that come in spirituality are actually things that come in the form of Right. You can be having a physical reaction to something going on spiritually. So, speaking of, spiritual self-care is also very important. So, what are the things that you do spiritually for self-care? Okay. When I come home from school, um, no, no, no. That's the day after. I, on Friday, I just go to sleep. On Saturday, that's when I like to, you know, kind of just... Straighten up my altar, um, lighting incense in my room because not only do incense keep my room smelling good, because people tell me all the time, your room smells good. Incense. And it keps the Who energy good. Okay, no, continue. You have my to be like Drake, mom. My bad, my bad. Go ahead. You were saying. People tell me all the time, ugh, how good my room smells. How good my room smells. <laughs> okay, I'm lying. <laughs> but I think my room smells pretty good. Sam tells you all the time that your room smells good. Sam tells you my room smells good. Sam tells you all the time. All the people. So I like incense and I like to keep, you know, just a nice energy in there. Especially because that's why I have to go to sleep. And it's been so nice, like the energy has been kind of off in my room. So I just got to sleep in the living room or something. But usually I do that keep some sage with me and I just got some Palo Santo for my mommy and um and sometimes when it's just a little disconnect you need to be away from the space but yeah I just like my in, uh not incense my sage as well and I like to go around the room and smudge the room so the energy says girl what you know about saging and smudging she thinks she grown and Palo Santo I like that as well I like the smell of that 
and Palo Santo is a good smudge. I like the Crins Crins Amina. What? Get it together, child. Get it together. My wig is gone. And it's back on. Okay, um, again, like I was saying, <laughs> I also like to cleanse my crystals because I don't take a crystal with me every day, but some days, like, in the morning, spirit will tell me, like, take a crystal with you to school today. So Girl, I'll what you know about spirit telling you? You better think you grow. You're not going alone. That Boveda is telling me something. That spirit room is telling me something. Like, they won't be in there all the time. I can't be in there all the time, y'all. But I'll be in there. I'll be up in that thing. She talks to but, spirits, y'all. True story. I um I take whatever crystal tells me to take. So whether it's my um my golden flake is gold something. Goldstone. Whether it's my goldstone, whether it's my um calcite, my rose quartz. She know the names too. I just take them with me, whichever one. Usually I like the um the clear one, I think it's just clear quartz. Clear quartz. Yeah, mm -hmm. I usually take that with me because it helps with thought and I need that to focus in school. So yeah, that's what I do spiritually to keep my stuff together and the calcite to align my chakras when I feel overwhelmed. Girl, what she know about chakras? So listen. I learned from the bell. Anyways, she she come from that tribe. She come from that village. We do this work Indigo around children. here. We, um... Girl, no, you didn't say indigo children. See, sometimes they even too much for me. So, um, <laughs> right, right. You know, Lexi, you got to train up a child in the way in which they should go. Ain't the and that way, Bible. that's what it says in the Bible. And that way yes, they will never keep depart them in my from bra. Hide, hide them in my sock. Keep them in my bra. <laughs> hide it in so, my bra. <laughs> so, yeah, she has crystals. She has her own altar. Um, hey, it's Bug. Hey, Kina. I feel like I could be learning you something. Like <laughs> So, um, so yeah, we have a spirit room. We have a spirit room at our house. We have a family altar at our house. We have several other small altars. Um, and then in my office I have altars in her uh room. She has altars, little altars in the bed. Like there's literally little altars everywhere in our house. And it's just a way for us to connect. It's not like people are like, how can y'all quote the Bible? How can y'all go to church? How can y'all listen? All of this stuff is connected. Came right. Everything came. comes, everything comes together on the path. There is a point of convergence because there's one source. <laughs> so that is my belief. And that is how we practice it. So we pull from a variety of different traditions. We have a um, altar that's set up for Buddha in the corner. Mm -hmm. We, um, when we came back from New Orleans, we, we brought, brought Marie Laveau, Laveau with us. Um, we have our ancestral altar, which we go to and ask for guidance, protection, coverage. Like, we are so super connected with spirit. And they sometimes be want to throw a whole party in the front room and be like, come in here. Man, what? Like, give us some rum and light a cigarette and just talk to us. Um, my mothers all have altars, um, and it's a way for me to stay connected to them. I lost all of my mothers in under two years, and I can't just pick up the phone and talk to them, but I can always go, um, and sit at that altar and have a whole conversation, and I promise you, they are constantly giving me the answers, constantly working things out as ancestors on the other side in this realm that they just weren't able to do in this realm. Um, but once they shuffled loose the mortar coil... 
those sisters have been getting Man. busy. <laughs> Listen, let me they tell said, you. They uh, said, uh, uh, Mira, come in here, uh, bring, bring some of the fruities with you. <laughs> come in here and talk to me. I'm like, I can't smoke you. I'm too, I'm too young. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I want good lungs. I can't smoke it. We can <laughs> right. talk and eat fruities all day. <laughs> right. Because they will tell you to light a cigar or bring them a Newport. Uh, we got one auntie who likes beer. But that's another. We'll, <laughs> we'll, get it, we'll get into that a little bit more deeper on another um, post. But on this one, uh, spirituality is super important. So whatever it is that resonates with you, do that. That's, the, that's self-care. Um doing what works for you and it might not work for everybody else and people may look at you crazy and like oh my god what are you are you a voodoo are you a oh, witch? what is a voodoo person listen you know we we heard these things it was said it was said <laughs> it was said <laughs> so um self-care is a necessary human regulatory function it's your individual control it's you being deliberate it's you self-initiating so whatever it is that's for you is for you and you got to do that um for us again we pull from a variety of different places so if you are walking past some place and you feel something calling to you don't be afraid to go explore that as a matter of fact i'm gonna do you one better run to the roar Run to the roar, see what it's about. Because your folks might be trying to talk to you. Your folks may have a gift that they want to give you, but you've got to be open and receptive to that. So um, spiritually, we smudge to cleanse our space. We smudge to welcome in peaceful spirits. Um, we pray, we meditate, uh, we light incense, we light candles to give our candles, ancestors yes. and our spirits light. Um I definitely find that when I am feeling particularly anxious, like I can't even sit still and focus and get stuff together, that just spending some time in quiet in the spirit mm-hmm. room will help to balance that thing all the way out and get and me grounded. asking them for what you need. Oh, also spending time in nature, like going. So we live close to the beach. So for us, that's obviously. Easy. I love being it's, in water. Yeah, where I need to calm down. Being in water, it just. Um, it's so soothing right um but putting your feet in the dirt i have been growing plants and i forgot how long it had been since i've grown plants like i look back at a picture of y'all from um on avalon when we first got the boys when we first got uh sticks in apollo Apollo. and you remember that clear uh that clear lucite bookcase that i had it was like straight this way yes, and across the window. I remember. I had four plants that were sitting on top of that that I completely forgot that I had. Really? Because at some point, I guess you I just I, yeah. And then they and died. Like, I always knew you loved plants, but like after that one plant, one plant died or something. Yeah. Just like, See, oh. you remember Bella? I had the pothos, and so um, and Gigi bought me the pothos, and after Gigi passed, I went and bought a pothos that has grown tremendously i trimmed it um what a month ago and it's it already like? those are the ones that are in the window now that have oh yes vines. The vines. and oh, already beautiful. where i trimmed it it has it has new longer vines that have grown and it's the beautiful. ones that i and trimmed have already because i put her up in the window yep. it's so beautiful and and those have roots and are ready to be potted and it's time for me to trim the, the, them down again and start some new plants um Let's so yes they're definitely going to stay in the window. 
Um, we just finished our last avocado last night, so I just planted. I just. I mean, because um, you have a driver's avocado. license, but do you avocado? Don avocado. Don avocado. That Don is the avocado. that. So we name we name I name all the trees and plants around here. So our avocado tree is Don avocado. Um, Seymour too, unfortunately, uh, sustained a lot of damage, and we lost the bananas from Seymour too. Audrey three seems to be doing well. We're not going to get any more bananas Audrey from her, was like, but we do have five bunches right now that seem to be holding on strong. We went and got them some fertilizer, so we're going to see how that goes. And we just welcomed a new plant baby to the spirit room. Yeah. Her name is Lillian. Lillian cannot go outside. Lillian cannot use the phone. <laughs> so. So if y'all know what that is, uh, we just gonna leave it at that. Because if you Comment know what below, it is, you know right, right, <laughs> write it in the comments. Um, so yeah, I putting my hands in the dirt, repotting, repotting, getting plants, grounded, watching. Feel it like literally is grounding to put your hands in the dirt to work with the soil to watch these things grow. So these plants started out as itty bitty dollar plants and have now. Um, I think we're on our fourth repotting. And then I just put more soil in the other one, and I think I just need a bigger pot. Like it's just outgrowing that pot. So exactly, exactly, you exactly right. Hey, you got it. So, um, so one of the other things that I do for grounding is uh, really cultivating the green space in the spirit room and bringing more plants in there. Um, plants are great for purifying the air. Um, again, putting your hands in that soil helps. Well, for me, it helps me to get grounded. But additionally, um, that exchange of oxygen and carbon monoxide, I mean, it really just helps you breathe easier. Monoxide and get dioxide. Dioxide. We're supposed to have carbon monoxide. We're not supposed to have carbon monoxide. The dioxide, the other one, the good one. I always want to say dioxide, dioxide, dioxide. So, dialon. So. A.A. <laughs> Ron. You done messed up A.A. Ron. So, um, so yes, doing some type of gardening now that we are past the storm. I think we have nine pots that can be utilized. I just planted our, I just um, put our four avocado seeds out to sprout and I'm going to try a Haas avocado again. Um, yes, they just reminded me that carbon monoxide is the one that kills you. So, <laughs> that's not the one that it exchanges. It's the other one. The dioxide um gardening is a great way wow okay. gardening <laughs> is because that's what you do in your real life um okay. <laughs> so gardening is a great way to get grounded get your hands in some soil if you're not sure um what to do or what to start with i definitely uh recommend starting with a pothos because they're very easy to grow uh you really only have to Water them once Animate. a week. If you die, Huh? Your beating is good for yourself. Oh yes, beating has also I been. I thought you said beating like beating. Uh, your look at my, look at my, look at my, look at my, look at my wrist. <laughs> Hello, it's today. <laughs> really got charms of light frosted flakes. Really got charms of light frosted flakes. So yeah, beating has definitely been um, one of my modalities of self care as well. I find that I like to do repetitive things. If I can sit still and just focus on a task and 
do the same thing over and over again. I find that very calming. I think that's why I like braiding hair. So what do you find? These braids. Calming. I'm so to check it out. What type of activities? Oh. No, I'm joking. I like taking more baths than reading books, believe it or not. I read books. You read books? Like I actual read, books? I read actual books. Like not books. like a Kindle like book? Like eyes were watching God type books. Oh, look. She just got she just got call out like Zora. I don't like Asata Shakur Oh my gosh. She's just going to invoke Asata Shakur and Zora Neale Hurston. Oh my I, gosh. But I do like those are just calming to me. That Ryan, you and half of Memphis, like I can't with y'all with the <laughs> see look and there goes Bella with the you know if I was there I would definitely hold y'all down on doing hair. Um, it's I love therapy how your for, nails go when you braid people's hair. So I was like, it's therapy for me. It's therapy for you. It's a time it's for us to bond. For me. I definitely think that's one of the great. Um, the great bonding modalities for women of color, right? Whether it's in the beauty shop or in somebody's living room or kitchen, definitely yes, doing indeed. hair is one of those things that um, that just brings us t together, brings us closer. I've had people tell me stuff when they're getting their hair done that they've never told anybody else and that I've never disclosed because it was such a personal, um, and as Giovanni pointed out, it's such a personal and intimate thing. So I'm always honored when women will allow me to style their hair. That is definitely a healing, um, a healing piece for well, me. Yeah, I love so, uh, and so, okay, so we've covered spiritually, we've covered physically, and what about emotionally? Emotionally? Like, just give me one thing that you do when you're having, excuse me, one of those super emotional days. Cry. I cry. I cry to let it out. Because, like, I know if I hold it in, it's the worst feeling. Because, like, it's almost like a feeling like I have to puke. Like, it's, and it just bursts out. Everything just bursts out. And all these emotions that I can't control in the, mo uh, in the moment because I held it in so long. It just all comes out. So I try to let it out in the moment, which is one thing I'm still working on now. It's just like, you know, saying what I need to say, saying it assertively and uh, not coming out passive or aggressive, but, you know, just letting it out. Because if you don't let it out in the moment, it builds up into something ugly that you don't want. So you just need to let that out. So that's what I do in the moment. I let it out. So, um, that's interesting because earlier this week you posted, um, a message about Cardi B, like sharing, like congratulating her and yeah. somebody came on your post to basically, yeah. you know, tear her down or whatever. And we talked about that. So yeah. what did you want to do with that? I left the post up there because I feel like, I feel as though, uh, you know, sixth grade wasn't the best for me. It's a few things I remember. And my principal, he was just, well, not my principal, the school principal. Uh, no, not the principal. The dean of students. The dean of students. He was talking about some haters gonna hate, ballers gonna ball. And when I tell y'all he's saying it out, like, I'm not even playing. Because I went to him with an issue and he just started figuring it out. I was just like, okay. <laughs> that actually I, sounds like a pretty decent dean of students. 
don't know. Is that an R. Kelly song? No, because I also feel like that was him. I also feel like that's an R. Kelly song, and I don't know that it's appropriate. I hope for him not. To sing that. But, but um, the song, I mean, I mean, those lyrics, just those lyrics right there, stuck with me because I was like, haters are gonna hate. Like no matter what you do, no matter how hard you glow up, jealous people. And I'm not saying that she was jealous or whatnot, but people who still have feelings towards whatever are still gonna try to tear you down, and you just gotta. Keep doing your thug nizzle, my nizzle, you feel me? Like, you just gotta keep doing it because hey, it's gonna hate and ball is gonna ball. You just gotta keep doing it. And so, I was like, I'm not gonna tear this down for her because it's like she's done a lot of things to redeem herself from whatever she did back then. Like, she was just in the interview talking about how not just black women but darker women don't get enough love, don't get enough appreciation. So, I mean, I'm like, go ahead, sis. Go ahead. I and definitely I definitely think she's seen um, the error of her ways. And if you want to know more about my opinion on it, there is a new blog post coming to Purple Hair and Converse tonight because it's tonight. Wednesday. So um, I think that one of the things that I do for self-care, especially in social media, is I am very good about curating and... Uh, I, what I call it is feng shuiing my feed. If if there are people who I'm connected to who I don't necessarily share a similar opinion about, I have no problem hitting the unfollow button. I have no problem hitting the hide button so that I just don't have to see um, emotional self-care at work currently. Economy of language. Yes, Lexi. Um, it is super important to have your healthy boundaries and to know what you want to engage in and don't want to engage in. With everything that's been happening um, with the silent protest of uh, Colin Kaepernick, there have been so many people who've come out and had so many things to say. And I, that is one thing, like I don't, again, I don't talk a lot. I usually would rather, I would rather spend that energy doing than talking so i don't talk a lot and post a lot about my opinions on a myriad of things because in real life i'm dealing with those things i'm navigating those things and one of my forms of self-care is not to engage everything but i did engage this i did post take a knee i did post some things about the star spangled banner and let's be clear this is not about the star spangled banner this is not about disrespecting the flag. That's not what this is. This is not, oh, I hate that song. Oh, I hate that flag. The protest is about the inhumane treatment of black people in the current system. Um, and not just the current system. This systematic racism is pervasive and it's ongoing and it's longstanding. And he took Instead of taking a stand, he took a knee. And that was his silent protest to bring attention to the issue. And people keep trying to derail it. And people keep trying to make it about something else. And it's disrespect for the troops. And it's this and that. And that's not what it is at all. And he has very articulately stated his point. So whatever your reason is for joining in with his silent protest, whether you're taking a stand or taking a knee, um... It is absolutely up to you to define what that is and what the parameters of that are for you. So I had somebody come on one of my posts and do a well actually. And my initial response was going to be, well, my initial response 
was to respond to him and say, because he had to troll me. We weren't friends. We don't know any of the same people. So he found me because of my hashtags or whatever. And he was going to come. I don't know. I don't know who he is. Some random uh. came on my um, Instagram and decided that he was going to start a whole debate about, well, actually, the Star Spangled Banner is this, and this back. is what it was. <laughs> and for me, I was just like, well, one, you're proving my point because what you're saying is the Star Spangled Banner was written by, about mm. the, in, the kidnapping and enslavement of the British. Really? While the British were kidnapping and enslaving Africans and building a whole man? country? Please. You just made my point. But rather than get into all of that, I just decided to delete the comments and I just made my one comment about how I felt about the situation and how all of those things, the fact that the Star Spangled Banner was written by a slave owner, like I just, I just wrote down what I had to say and chose not to engage him and chose to delete his comments and... There is a time when I would have said, well, no, I feel like I need to leave his comments up there because I need for people to see what he said. And then my response, I don't need to engage with him. And what I really wanted to do after I wrote what I said was just end that with and debate your mammy. But I realized that I had made such a I had made such a great argument. Like I didn't want it this to be taken, name. taken um, <laughs> out of I, I didn't want to dumb it down, basically. Um, but yeah, I could have really summed it up with debate your mammy because there are just some things that we ain't going to talk about. Additionally, I know that there's two and three sides to every story, but sometimes where I'm standing at, fuck your punk ass side. That's how I feel about it. And that's my, and that's my self care. That is... That is me drawing a healthy boundary and saying, I choose not to engage with you. I choose not to debate with you. And it is my choice. I don't have to do it. I don't have to be a part of this conversation. Just because I'm in an online space and we're sharing ideas and we're sharing thoughts does not mean that I have to share and engage in thought with you and vice versa. So I block, I delete as I see fit. I unfriend. If we're not friends, if we're not having healthy communication, if there's no way for us to come back from it, there's no reason for us to stay connected. That's just an unhealthy connection. That's the way that I choose to deal with it. Um, so let's see. Physically, spiritually, emotionally, I think we've pretty much covered all of the bases. So if there's anything that we haven't covered, please, by all means, feel free to add it in the comments. Keep the conversation going. Um... Trying to think, what else? Um, oh, I just remembered. Don't want to brag, but she's been waiting this entire time so that she could talk with her hands because getting her nails done is a form of maintenance. Is it maintenance for you? Or is it self care? Like I, weeks, like, I consider that maintenance because I like I like getting my nails done because I was feeling naked and vulnerable without my nails. <laughs> so, so that might be a form of, of maintenance. Of but maintenance. when I when it hasn't been done in a while, I just been doing other stuff. It's definitely a form of self care. Yeah, because it it's the thing that I can do for myself, and I think when I do it for myself, it's maintenance. When I go and get it done, it's self care. So. Um, hey, 
It's Dia. Uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Thomas. His name is Thomas. So let me yeah, tell you about this attitude. nail shop that we went to. So there. Okay, my so I have work a, there. That's so I have a manicurist. My manicurist is also a senior in high school because it's a family business and this is what she does. So I love her. Her name is Sai and she's wonderful. She's and I've been trying to find her on Facebook because I'm like, I'm gonna have to stalk her and make sure that she's there when I go there. Because when I went to get my nails done this last time, when I went to get my feel, she wasn't there and we had to go to this little bougie shop and the little bougie dude was cool. But I asked him, I was like, are you using pink powder? Oh yes, I used the pink powder for you. And it costs a little more, but it's better for you. <laughs> but it's better Making it beautiful. So. Make it boyfriend. I'm not even lying. And y'all can say I'm racist or whatever. You but then I'm just going to drag out <laughs> all of my Asian relatives. <laughs> like all of my aunts, all of my Asian aunts, my Asian great grandmother. Like I will show you my pedigree. So I said it and therefore it was said and I'm done with that. I but, thought she was mixed dude. I thought you was making Girl, me, so. stop. So, um, so my girl wasn't there, so we had to go to the little bougie shop. The little bougie dude charged me extra money. Bougie told dude. me what he couldn't do because I can't go under the lights or whatever. So, um, he, so Sam found a great color. I'm really into rose gold right now. And so that is, um, the closest that I could get because they couldn't do a chrome because I can't do the gel nails or whatever. So that's where I went. But it was the wrong shop. We thought it was her friend's shop, but her friend's shop is by... So this is by the new Publix. Her friend's shop is by the old Publix. So we went to the shop by the old Publix today, and that's where she got her nails done. The guy's name is Thomas. The reason why we know the guy's name is Thomas oh my is because One five minutes in there. into sitting and waiting ah. our turn... Yes, it's just a 16-year customer diamond. Where's my theory? It is... Indian accent. You got to no. get it right, boo. So yes, Thomas sent her on her merry little way. So the guy who did her nails today, his name is Thomas. He's at Nail Shop. <laughs> like, I, that's literally what's like outside, just Nail Shop. The place I go to, where my manicures decide, is actually Nail, nail Art. The place that I got my feel is Nail Spa. Well, because Sai hasn't been there because it's senior year and I'm sure she's got a bunch of stuff going on. But we're going to track her down. And uh, that is our official manicurist for the fan band because she's the best. Um, and also because when I don't go there and then I come back to her, she talks real crazy to me. And there's a part of me that apparently likes that. So that's why she's I go to Sai and now True story. Um, no, I have not been sucked into the rose gold cult. Let me say this. There are very few applications for rose gold, but you know how I have those weeks where there's like a specific color that speaks to me. Rose gold has been speaking to me this week because of the alchemy of mixing copper and gold. So you should look that up and really see why rose gold is taking off right now. A lot of people don't always look at why something becomes popular because it's not the first time rose gold has been popular it trends just like white gold trended for a while just like yellow white gold. gold there's a white gold yeah and just like yellow gold trended for a while so um it's yeah look it up and you'll be able to understand a little bit more what the properties of copper are and what the properties of gold are and then what happens when you mix those two things together so that's what i've been on manifesting some stuff in this 
rose gold um, place that I'm in right now. So I think we have covered all of the stuff for self-care. Uh, so yes, reality check. Um, check in with yourself. Figure out what maintenance is. Figure out what self-care is. How to distinguish the two. Make sure that you are getting enough of both. Remember to ask for what you need. Um, if you need suggestions, go to Pinterest and put in self-care and it will give you boards upon boards upon boards. You can go to my Pinterest, Purple Hair and Converse. I have a self-care board. It is called Self-Care is Imperative. Please feel free to follow me or follow my board. You want to do your shout outs, get them in, make sure to follow, like, everything. I'm real pretty. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, MySpace, Kick. I'm just playing. Um, <clears throat> who am I? If y'all know who Ugly Daddy is, y'all would understand. Anyway, I'm good. So, Instagram, Harlem.Nights, and um, backup account, Memphis.Mornings, and I don't know about people on Facebook. I'm pretty sure most of all the fans of me on Facebook. Um, Snapchat, XX. Dot M I N N A. I made it in sixth grade. Don't laugh. So, YouTube magically dot me. No, my bad. Had to do that. So, purple hair and converse everywhere on everything. We are still working on getting the podcast up so that you can download these episodes. Um, in the meantime, you can always catch them on the Purple Hair in Converse website, which is this purplehairandconverse.com. Like I said, you can find it everywhere. So it's on my YouTube channel. The episodes go up uh, the week prior. So like this live, last week's is up. This week's will go up for next week. So whatever, follow along. It's a timeline. Some kind of way it made sense when I did it. Um... Catch me on Twitter, Purple Hair and Converse, and on Instagram this weekend as I follow Brothers Comics and Cosplayers of Colors for Tampa Bay MegaCon. Um, if you haven't joined the Afropunk Fan Corps, it's not too late. There's a bunch of points out there. You can earn yourself a free ticket. Um, is there anything that I'm forgetting, guys? Okay, so this is the point of this. This is the part of the show where we give our shout outs. So, um, and the folks who tried it, really, we can hear all that. Oh, Rude. Um, so, who, I'm not even going to talk about dude who's always trying it. Like 45 is always trying it. So we've already given him emeritus status. So we don't even, or emeritus status, emeritus status. So we, we're not even going to cover that. Um, is there anybody who cut up this week? Like anybody who we just need to call out, need to put on the wall? No? Okay, I think there's enough bad stuff. Tea. I'm with you on that. I think there's enough bad stuff going on in the world, and I'm definitely, um, definitely not with giving any negative attention to anything else. So hold on, one thing at a time. Uh, say so, so no, because we're doing positivity. So the folks who tried it and succeeded, 
uh, this week. So, Ryan, I'm not sure if the NFL, if you're saying that that is a, they tried it and they failed because it's kind of, I've really seen a lot. I don't know, the NFL as an organization, is that what you're saying? Because I can see that. Um, I've seen a lot of individuals and I've seen a lot of teams that have been rallying around um, Colin Kaepernick. So I will say that Colin Kaepernick definitely tried it with Take a Knee. You, and you, he... Hold on. You tried it. You succeeded. So yes, we are here for Colin Kaepernick. We are here for um, everything that he's taking a knee for and in taking a knee, what he's actually standing for. Uh, we definitely support Cap. And um, what else are we here for? We're definitely here for Cardi B's glow up Come from catching roach lake. to butterfly. Um, so Cardi B, you tried it. You succeeded. Um, anybody have, have another one? Yes. Oh, this picture ain't up no more. Okay. So I feel like this it's been a pretty good week around here. We're going to keep the positive vibes moving. We are going to get out of here for this week. And we'll be back next Wednesday at um, the regular time. Oh, you know who tried it this week? Y'all tried it this week. Y'all saw me put 6 o'clock Eastern time up. Y'all know, know we says. do this at 7 o'clock Eastern time, 6 Central. And nobody was going to say anything. They're like, we trying to get in early this year. It's supposed to be seven, not six. So we'll be back at our regular time next week because we got to go to the gym before we do this. So for those of you who didn't DM us, for those of you who didn't send us a message or a text or a carrier pigeon or a Pony Express, you tried it. You, you failed. failed. All right, y'all. It's been real. It succeeded. <laughs> it's been real. You succeeded because you're here. We succeeded because you're here. And we thank you. And we're grateful for all of the continued support. Um, that will be it for us. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. You know we're going to go out on a high wrap note. Up, we would like to thank you once again for meeting us at, at the, the intersection. intersection. And we have music. This is my jam though. Ready? Hey! Y'all do answer with this. Let's find out and see Cardi B. You know where I'm at. You know where I be. You in the club. I get paid a fee. I be in the nothing face so much. I know we love y'all too. Love you too. Give up.
about who in front of me. Drop two mixtapes in six months with bitch working as hard as me. I don't bother with these don't let these hoes bother me. They see pictures, they say ghosts. Bitch, I'm who they tryna be. Look, I'ma just shoot up the I'ma just shoot with your boo. I'ma just spin on your face. My pussy feel like a lake. He wanna swim with his face. I'm like, okay, I gotta get what he want. He buy me East and the one in the new whip. I'm the hottest in the street. No, you probably heard of me. Got a bag and fix my teeth. Hope you know it ain't cheap. And I pay my mama bills. I ain't got no time to chill. If you think you probably wanna say low, you can't with me if you wanted to. These expensive, these is bad bottles, these is blood shoes. Take the store, I can get them both. I don't wanna choose. And I'm quick cutting nigga off, so don't get comfortable. I don't dance now, I make money move Say I don't gotta dance, I make money move If I see you and I don't speak, that means I don't fuck with you I'm a boss, you won't work a bitch, I make money You get popped, you a goofy, you a op Don't you come around my way, you can't hang around my block And I just take my account, turns out I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich I put my hand above my head, I bitch you dip, he dip, she dip I get the money and go. This shit is hot like a stove. Tell them they're a rope. Tell them they're a rope. I just don't go for no rules. I just came up in the rain. 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 Check the mail. You want to do these is fizzles, these is red bottles, these blood. I can get them all. I don't want to shoot. And I'm quick to cut a nigga off so don't get comfortable. Look, I don't dance now. I make money. Hey, I don't gotta dance. I make money. If I see you and I don't speak, that means I don't fuck with you. I'm a boss. You will fuck a bitch. Hey.